Hi everyone, my name is Irvin. I'm John. And I'm Kyle. And this is the Theology Podcast. So today we continue our series titled A New People, where we explore six ways in which God is calling us to become a new people shaped in His image. So today's value is revelational, how God reveals Himself to us through Scripture and through the person of Jesus Christ. And so we believe that God is revealing Himself to us in the world even today. And it's our responsibility to reveal God to others as well. So today I want to ask you guys, where in Scripture do you see God being revelational? There's a story in the Old Testament that I've always been fascinated by in 2 Kings 6. This is a story around the prophet Elisha and he's in this city of Israel and Israel's enemies are laying siege to the city because they really want to kill Elisha because he's always sabotaging their attempts to conquer Israel and kill the king. So they send an army, they besiege the city of Dothan where Elisha and his servant are in. And Elisha goes out, he sees the armies and his servant comes along and he's like, oh dear Elisha, what's going to happen? We're all going to die. And then Elisha, He's standing there in peace and calm and he prays, Lord, open the eyes of my servant here. And the servant's eyes are open and he sees that even though the army is surrounding the city, surrounding the army encamped along the hills are heavenly armies and chariots of fire. And it's this moment where the servant realizes, I can see with my human eyes all these obstacles and all these opponents and enemies and death all around me. But in God's view, there's something even greater beyond. There's an even stronger power at work beyond the forces of this material world. And it's so fascinating. Yeah, wow. It's almost like the veil was lifted. Yes. Yeah. That ties in nicely with my story. My story is what is often known as the conversion of Saul, where Saul, a man who was, you know, full of passion for Yahweh, the God of Israel, was in fact persecuting the way of Jesus. And so as he approaches Damascus, suddenly a light from heaven shines and he falls to the ground and he hears the voice of Jesus calling him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he asks the voice, who are you, Lord? Probably feeling really terrified, you know, because he suddenly can't see because he's blinded by the light. And then the voice says to him, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. And so it is in this moment that Saul ironically loses his sight but then gains the true sight beyond physical sight. That Jesus, the one who he's been persecuting, is actually the Christ, the chosen one. So this to me is a moment where his eyes are open, just like the story of Elisha. And it is a moment where God reveals himself Mm. and his plans to Saul. Mm. Yes. Similarly, my passage is also kind of a miraculous revealing as well. Both of you guys have pointed to some that are very powerful. One that in particular that I was thinking of is in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, when the two disciples are walking from Jerusalem on the road to Emmaus, and Jesus joins them, but they don't realize it's Jesus. I don't know if he's wearing one of those fake glasses and nose and mustache. (laughs) You know, Clark Kent, Superman kind of a disguise, but somehow they don't recognize him. And so they journey along and they're talking about all the things that are happening. And Jesus is like, what are you talking about? And they get sad because they're like, are you the only person in Judea that doesn't know what's happening here? And so they talk to him about the death of Jesus himself. And then they go on and they're going to stop it for the night. 
And Jesus is going to go on. No, 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 wait, you stay with us. So you're a traveler as well. It's safer if we all stay together. And they go and they sit together at table at a meal. And it's in the breaking of the bread that Jesus reveals himself to them. They're, they recognize this is Jesus, the one that we've been talking about this whole time. And as soon as that happens, he disappears from their presence. And they run back to Jerusalem in the night, I, I suppose. And they go and tell the other disciples that Jesus was revealed to them in the breaking of the bread. Mm. And I think that's such a cool way for Jesus to reveal himself to these disciples at table fellowship, breaking bread together. Um, but also like the power and the significance of that for us today on a very practical level, because don't we reveal who Jesus is in our table hospitality? Don't we see Jesus in the kind acts that people do for one another? And in that way, we can practice being revelational as well. Which leads us into our next segment, which is what does being revelational look like for us in practice today? I mean, we can't perform miracles like that and open people's eyes to what's happening in the spiritual realm. But what does that look like for us? So for me, just listening to the stories that all three of us have shared, it seems to point towards how we live in two worlds. Mm. Yeah. So for Elisha, his servant was able to see something with his physical eyes. But then later on, he realized that that's not all there is to this reality. There's actually chariots of fire over. And for Paul, likewise, when he lost his sight, then he gained true sight. And then likewise, the guys on the road to Emmaus, when they were able to see Jesus, suddenly he disappeared. And so it points to how we live in two realities where we may see with our physical eyes but may not truly see. There's something that's hidden in one reality and revealed in the other. And this reality I live in now may not be the only thing that matters. Yeah. And I would add to that and say that it's not just one or the other, Mm. that the two intersect in a way that I think is really important for us as believers to see with our spiritual eyes, both the physical and the inbreaking of the spiritual into this world. And so when we gather together as people of God, we name that in each other. We see the spiritual struggles that we face. We see how God is working in our lives and how God is revealing himself to one another. And sometimes we can't see it for ourselves. Sometimes it takes another person from the outside looking at us and saying, hey, look, I see how God's working in your life in this way. Mm. And I I praise him for that. Uh, We need to be able to be those kinds of people, people with spiritual lenses through which we see the entire world. We don't just look at it from a materialistic standpoint. Yeah. I'm thinking along the same lines, how to live out the value of being revelational because we don't often come equipped with those spiritual lenses. And for me, what it means to live it out is to pray for sight. I love the story of the disciples on the road to Emmaus because Jesus is revealed in the context of a community. And I feel like when we want to see God for ourselves, when we want to behold God for ourselves, or when we want God to be revealed to other people, that's something that happens through prayer. We can pray for other people. We can pray for ourselves. God, help me see you in places where I previously didn't know how to see you. And then we can go into our workplaces, our schools, our homes, where it's like, oh, life is just like that. What if we could pray for God, help me see you in these people and these circumstances. I may see with my physical eyes, obstacles, problems, burdens, but beyond that, help me see the chariots of fire that are really encamped around me in this time. Yeah. So as we go forth this week, may we pray for the Spirit of God to open our eyes to see His hand at work in this world to see His light in places where we only saw darkness. And may we also pray 
for the eyes of those around us, whether they profess Jesus as Lord or not, to have their eyes open to the God who desires to reveal His wondrous mysteries to all humanity. That's all we have today on the Theology Podcast. See you next time.